is Kid Carson and Jordan McCloskey. Jordan doesn't have a, a woman in his life right now. I mean, he's got a woman. He's married. But she's in Russia with uh, your stepsons. And you're waiting to move him over here to Canada. But you don't have a woman, like, in your life giving you, like, the woman's touch. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, the woman's touch is, like, a guy who lives on his own uh, has, like, a fake leather couch from Ikea and a big screen TV and, like, that's it. Right. There's no, like, feminine, you know, essence in the, in the space that you live. Everybody that goes into um, my fridge goes, oh, this is such a bachelor living by himself because it's just beer and condiments. Right. Exactly. It's, it, it's stereotypical, but it's true. So you've got a thing going on right now. You've got a, a glass table. <laughs> and normally there would be the voice of reason, a.k.a. your wife, telling you how to clean such glass table. Right. Except you're on your own. Um, <laughs> so floating in bachelor outer space. Not knowing up from down, your head from your ass, you don't know what's going on. Right. And you had a situation over the weekend where <clears throat> you had to Google. Sorry, hold on. <laughs> you had to Google how to clean your glass table. <laughs> well, I originally sprayed it with Fantastic, Fantastic or whatever the spray was, which was the, the wrong spray to use because it smeared yeah. everything. It looked so awful. It was sunny out. So when the sun, and I had somebody coming over. So right. I was like, I need the glass table to look good. What do I do? And I Jordan was, doesn't know his sprays. I don't know any sprays. I thought Fantastic would work. And then I Googled and people were saying, do warm water with vinegar and, you know, all these solutions. And I'm like, wow, I'll just YouTube it. And I ended up finding this man called the glass guy. And it says how to clean a glass table. Okay. And I'm like, oh my God, this is the best. He's going to give me a revolutionary way to clean my glass table. Okay. Today, I'm going to show you the best way to clean a glass table. <laughs> I'm like, perfect. I'm Chris, the glass guy. And on this channel, we'll be talking about tips, tricks, and information on shower doors, windows, mirrors, and other topics to keep your house looking great. It look perfect. Don't forget All to right. give us a thumbs up. And now to the video. So I'm We're going to start with a really dirty table. It's got fingerprints, smudges, yep. crumbs. And other things on it, as you can see here. Okay, yeah. So, so far off to a good start. My table's First of all, like he's got that. a YouTube channel, so you know it's going to be good. Yes. If you have a YouTube channel, you're probably an expert. And picture me just sitting there watching it on my phone and really serious. I'm look, looking back at my table going, yep, mine's got some... No, I imagine you, yeah. like, like, like looking at your watch going, oh my God, my company's going to be here in 45 minutes. I got to figure out how to clean this glass table. Right. And he's going to give me some revolutionary <laughs> advice. Give it to me now, Chris. Okay. The first step you want to take in the process to clean your glass table is to spray a good amount of glass cleaner onto the glass surface. Sure. Most people go wrong here by not spraying enough to actually clean the surface. What? The second step in the process is you're going to want to take enough paper towels. I would normally say a normal size paper towel, three or four or five paper towels will be just fine. But wait you're going to want to roll them up and Chris. you're going to want to wipe the surface. Chris, I need, I need to know, what do I use? You just said glass cleaner. He told me he was going to... So now I'm pissed. So his, t his tip is to spray it and wipe it. Yes. And then use is this for real? Oh, I know. No, it's real. This guy calls himself the glass guy? And I'm going, are you kidding me right now? Like, what do I D use? doesn't tell you what to spray. He just Nothing. says, use a glass cleaner? Yeah. Unfortunately, there's no way to get around using good old elbow grease. <laughs> oh my a little God. tip I recommend, after you go over the table once with the paper towels, fluff the paper towels up and go over the table again, 
The paper towels will be a little damp, but it will help to take care of any other stains that are on the glass. No. Is this guy a joke? No. So now I'm mad. I don't know what to to do. And I ended up just getting Windex. (laughs) Well, if you can't trust the glass guy, I mean, who can you trust for information? I recommend you spray and use paper paper towels. towels. (laughs) Maybe about five. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm actually insulted that you didn't call me. <laughs> so what did you end up doing? I, I, like I said, I got Windex and paper towels, about four or five. Oh, uh, Windex. Okay, good move. So, yeah, and then it, it, it helped. Oh, my God. You know what actually works the best? A newspaper. Newspaper. The problem is that no one reads newspaper anymore. <laughs> but back in the day, my grandpa taught me that. You take a sheet of newspaper and crumple it up instead of a paper towel because it's no lint. Okay. And Windex, and you'll be good. Okay. But, oh my God, the glass guy. I, can't believe, so, I hope so this not, guy's not making money off so this YouTube process. Channel. Is you're going to want to take enough paper towels. <laughs> I would normally say a normal size paper towel. Three or four or five paper towels will be just fine. I'm an you're expert. Gonna, Thanks, trust Chris. me, I'm an expert. I am the glass guy. This is the Kid Carson Show <laughs> on Z95.3. Here's Kid Carson and Jordan McCloskey. Hey, hey, hey. Radio Buddies. I finally figured out what the pandemic feels like when you're trying to have a staycation. It feels like that Seinfeld episode, The the Soup Nazi. Oh, really? Do you remember that episode? Oh, sure. It's very famous for the old people listening. No soup for you. Yeah, no soup for you. Yeah, that, that's what it feels like. It's like no soup for you. You do not you screw go. up in the lineup. You, you ask the proper questions. Oh if you God. don't, you are out of the line and you won't get the soup. That's right. I feel, I feel for people working in the hotel industry. It's got to be so tough. I mean, all these new rules and regulations, and we have to, obviously, to keep everyone safe. But, man, it's, 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 uh, it's so weird. So, normally, like, I stayed at a very nice hotel in Whistler with my family, looking for that kind of, you know, chasing Vancouver or chasing uh, vacation vibes. And uh, you get there, and it used to be like, you know, you're, you're thanking the staff so much. You're always, oh, oh wow, thank you. Oh, thank you, because the staff is so... All about making you as happy as you can be. Kind of like an all-inclusive resort you go to. Like, it's just above right. and beyond. When you stay at a nice hotel, there's, like a, there's you know, the handful of, like, nice big ones. And you're yeah. going, oh, my God, thank, wow, thank you. Like, sir, everything's service is amazing. Well, it's not like that anymore. It's they're, they're trying, but it's more like every 10 minutes you're breaking a new rule. So there's always someone telling you, ah, no, no, you can't do that. Like, all the... Like you oh. walk into a place, they're like, "No, you better put hand sanitizer I, it's, on." It used to be like, "As you wish, sir." Now it's yeah. like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, step back, sir." It's like, it's like that constantly all weekend. Every ten minutes, there's a new rule and a new, and it kind of it's not as fun. I'll be honest. You want to be treated like a, a king, <laughs> right? You go on vacation, you know. You just kind of want to bow into you. They bow and they give you a yeah, mimosa when kiss, you walk in. I want to kiss, 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 <laughs> kiss the ring. Yeah. No, it's not that. It's just it's it's a different it's a different thing. It's a little what's the word. I don't know. I just, and the vibe amongst the, you know, because we went, there was a pool at this hotel, right? Mm-hmm. The pool, we're talking to other people staying at the hotel and everyone's kind of seemed to have that vibe. They're like, yeah, I don't know if I would do this again. <laughs> Why? Which is made this... me feel bad because like the hotel industry needs the local support now, right? right. To, to stay alive. But you so, get there. So they were mean? And, no, they weren't mean, but like the workers are just, they're tired. They're frustrated. They constantly, they're, they're the, they have to, you know, they're the poor people have to pass on the message. You can't stand there. Right. Sorry, you can only be at the pool for an hour. This is why Sorry. one of my favorite pubs, when they say I couldn't stand, I had to sit. Yeah. I wasn't mad at them because they were just, they're like, you can't stand, you have to sit right. on the chair. And I was like, really? And they're like, yeah, I know. They, they were just enforcing the rules. <laughs> yeah. 
So the rules get passed down from, I guess, like, provincially and down. And But it's like, oh, my God. It's like you're a kid at a weird camp, like a boot camp. Oh, boot camp. Yeah. And you're constantly getting in trouble. Like, can't stand there. You're like, oh, sorry. It just was like one thing after another. And they're constantly getting your temperature taken. And you got to carry around a little card. And then people come up to you and go, let me see your card. Oh, wow. And you got to pull out your card to prove you had your temperature taken. Like, I'm like, this is not vacation. <laughs> and then you go up to the buffet and you go to get the soup. They're like, nope, hand sanitizer or yeah. no soup for you. It was just crazy. It yeah. wasn't the same. It wasn't the same. So, so you didn't have a good time. I'm trying to figure this out. Well, I, I, I had a good time because I don't want to be, you know, a spoiled brat. I mean, we, yeah. we hung out in the sun and we were at the, at the pool. It was great, but not for the money you're paying the staycation vibe. I don't know, man. I just, I feel like if all this mess isn't cleaned up by next summer, I don't think people are going to do staycations. Mm. I think they're like this year we did because we're desperate, but now next summer will come along and people will be like, Meh, I don't know. Yeah, well, either the rules got to get loosened up, or I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'll get hate just for saying that. <laughs> don't look, okay, don't loosen up the rules. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. I don't know. I'm just saying. My vacation, my staycation was like the Seinfeld episode, like the soup yeah, nuts. It was like soup nuts. That's not a very know? good review. And my heart goes out to the people working in in the hotel industry. It's, it's hard yeah. to try to keep everybody happy. Hey, radio buddies. So last week we had a young man come in the studio. His name was Steven. He wants to be an intern on the show. Whose nickname is Manila Ice. Manila Ice, that's right. And this is a clip of him when he appeared on the show, I think on Thursday. I, I've been listening to you since like um, you're way back, like 05, since I moved to Canada. You were like the first radio host I listened to. So I was like, holy 05? crap. Yeah, I moved to Canada in 05. And then I think um, I just listened to you like every morning. So I was like, oh, crap. Like getting to meet Kid Carson a few months ago was Kind of like a dream come true kind of thing. It was crazy. Oh, that's very sweet of you to say. Oh, five. So that would have been at the beat. Was yeah. Nira. Where had... did you move from? I moved from the Philippines. Okay. Yeah. With your whole family? Whole family. So that's when we had him on the show on Thursday. And I mean, of course, anytime someone says it was a dream come true to meet you, I mean, how can you not, can you not be flattered? I'm like, and oh that's my the God. clip you chose. I'm like, well, yeah, I think it needed to be heard again. Yeah. You're right. I did think that, uh, you know. I was, I was like, wow, that was obviously, I think my face must have gone red a little bit when he said that. Yeah. But, Did um, it make you feel a little old too? Of course. Yeah. Oh my God. It's crazy, man. Like we're 40. I started doing mornings in Vancouver around, I don't know, mid twenties around there. Mm-hmm. Mid, I think around mid twenties. So like people have said, oh yeah, I used to listen to, my mom would drive me to grade to school in grade seven or something. And now I just... Now I'm uh, now I have my own family. I'm like, oh my god! I know. Yeah, there's How a couple much- of people that come in here that are like, got to be in their mid twenties, maybe late twenties, and they go, oh, I, I listened to you since I was twelve. Twelve, and you're, I'm I like, go, oh my god, because that means what? I'm old too. Right? It's just it's weird. It's weird how around thirty you kind of stay the same age in your head, uh-huh. right? And then people come in and you're know, like, oh my god, I'm old. Anyways, Stephen came in, very nice guy. Pardon me. Um, and was like, yo, uh, can I please be a part of your show? So we're like, well, first of all, the guy's gung ho. He's he's full of flattery. <laughs> of course, we're gonna give him a shot. So guess what? He what? hit me up on the email last night, and he goes, "Kid, I was out and about this weekend, and I and I, I had my phone with me, and I, I interviewed some people, and let me know if this would work for the show. So please, without further ado, let's take a listen to Stephen." On location. Hey, it's Steven, a.k.a. Manila Ice. I'm here on Grouse Mountain with the Zed Squad, and I'm just going to ask people who are going up the Grouse Mountain. Pause for a second. The mic needs to be at least a foot away from your mouth, Manila Ice. First thing I thought, it's a little bit over-modulated, okay. or whatever the term is. 
Um, it's, He's excited. This is the Kid Carson Show on Z95. Hey, Stephen, aka Manila Ice. I'm here on Grouse Mountain with the Z Squad, and I'm just gonna ask. He also works on the Z Squad, which is a group of people who go out and meet people in the community. They hand out stickers. They hand, you know, they they're kind of like, "Hey, what's up?" Um, every every radio station has, or most stations have, a little group of people. Who are good with peop, you know, good with good with uh, introducing themselves, and they'll go they'll go like on location promote so the station. I guess he was at uh, Gross Grind, meeting hikers and hanging out with the with the radio station. Cool with Z ninety five three. Now here's what I noticed after listening to this a couple times. It sounds overmodulated, but I don't think that's the problem. Hey, it's Stephen, aka Manila Ice. I'm here on Grouse Mountain with the Z Squad, and I'm just gonna ask people who are going up the Grouse Grind how their experience was because everybody looks pretty exhausted. I- do you know what it is? He's wearing a mask. Oh, right. Right. He's got a mask on. So he's okay. talking into the microphone through a mask. What's good with this kind of sound like this? Right. It sounds a little weird. You know what okay. I mean? Okay. I apologize, Manalias. I thought it was That's right. So I, too think, close to I think he understands not to get too close to the mic, but it's the mask. Okay. I can tell the hike is difficult. I want to do it myself. I've never done it. And I'd probably cry on the way up or maybe even die. So let's see how everybody did. <laughs> Okay. One more time. We don't want you to die. This is his very first time doing this, okay? Because everybody looks pretty exhausted. I can tell the hike is difficult. I want to do it myself. I've never done it. And I'd probably cry on the way up or maybe even die. So <laughs> let's see not. how everybody did. That would be good. He would cry or die. <laughs> he was very serious about the die part. So um, he interviewed, um, uh, well, I got an email here from him. Can I check out the email for you? Yeah. It says, hey, um, do, 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 from Steven. Hi, kid. Hope your weekend's going well. I took the liberty of interviewing some people at Grouse Grind during my street team shift. Attached to some clips that I took of the short interviews asking them about their Grouse Grind hike and other random questions to follow up. For example, what would you do if you were attacked by a bear? <laughs> How would you react? These are questions he came up with. How would you react if you were proposed to mid-hike? Dot, 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 etc. Please feel free to check them out and use them for a a segment. If you'd like to, I'd love some feedback from you you as well. From you as well. So um, we'll come back. We'll play all the clips. There's quite a bit of material here. Really? Okay. So we'll come back. We'll play some clips. um, And of course, I actually genuinely want feedback on the VIP text club. For people to let me know, like, what you think? Should we, keep, should we keep using Steven? Should we send him out for things? And also, we need ideas. Like, what do you want to hear Steven do? I think at this point of the game, he's fresh-faced and excited. He'll do anything. 604-337-0968. Z-95-3.